Welcome to the Physician Associate Podcast. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Physician Associate Podcast. My name is James and I'm delighted today to be joined by Chloe Hayward, who's a Physician Associate in Hull. Chloe's got a really unusual job and I thought it'd be really interesting to get her on the podcast to tell us a little bit more about where she works. Welcome to the show, Chloe. Want to tell us all where you work? Yes, absolutely. So I am a physician associate working for Hull University Teaching Hospitals Trust and I work in their infectious diseases department. And to my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, you are the only PA that works in infectious diseases? Yeah, I think so. Did you know that you wanted to work in infectious diseases as a student? Yes, my um, undergraduate degree was biomedical science and I spent a year out during that working in a mycology lab that was linked to the National Aspergillosis Centre. Then I specialised in my final year of that degree in medical microbiology. So I've always sort of known from a very first microbiology lecture in year one of biomedical science that I wanted to do something that was microbiology, infectious diseases kind of path. Very luckily, whilst I was doing my PA training, Bradford Royal Infirmary have a or had an infectious diseases ward that was part of our gen med rotations but also I did my elective with them I just absolutely loved it because it felt like home and it felt like something that I knew quite well prior to being a PA and I understood the treatment a lot better than I understood a lot of other things for example cardiology which just boggles my mind. What is it about microbiology that really fires you up what do you enjoy the most? Honestly (laughs) Um, the more horrible a disease is and I think the more interesting it is which sounds really perverse but things like TB for example I find really interesting just because of the way it can infect the body and cause so many different problems and I think people think of it as a respiratory illness of years gone by but actually you know recently we've had a few patients that have had TB meningitis or quite disseminated TB infection and had it in the spine and it's caused all sorts of problems but I think I also like the side of ID that means I get to do a lot of general medicine as well as having this specialist brain to think about infections. That's awesome so I guess most people that are listening to this might not have had any exposure to ID can you give us a very quick understanding of what the service is what you deliver? We, in particular, are a tertiary centre for HIV medicine. So quite a lot of the time we have unwell HIV patients or patients that are newly diagnosed on the ward. So that sort of involves starting the antiretroviral treatment or managing infections that got the opportunistic infections that you probably wouldn't see in the general population. We also have a lot of TB patients because again we're a tertiary centre for tuberculosis so we see a lot of complex TB cases. We also deal with patients that have long-term infections and need long courses of antibiotics so a lot of our patients stay with us for upwards of eight weeks sometimes 12 weeks and we do an outreach service within the trust where we see patients that have bacteremias and positive blood cultures and review them and liaise with the people in the trust about how best to manage them and if 
ID needs to take them over of the complex cases. We do a lot of returned traveller medicine and again we get them referred in from different areas. We have a consultant ward around twice a week where I'll go round with the consultant, review all of the patients on the ward. If we've got any new patients, make plans with the consultants, sort of review imaging, review blood tests and sort of forward plan for the week. On the days that we don't have consultants, generally it falls to myself and the junior doctors on the ward to split the ward between us and then review each patient in turn and then managing them accordingly. So taking blood tests, reviewing cultures, making sure there are appropriate antibiotics, reviewing durations of antibiotics. At the moment, not so much, but we do have clinics that the consultants run every day. At the moment, the consultants are tending to be doing them on their own, but there is opportunity to go into clinic if if we want to. We once a week have a journal club where we discuss an interesting article presented by one of the consultants or the junior doctors or sometimes the lab staff get involved as well and then we have a a big MDT once a week as well where we will discuss patients on the ward discuss interesting cases in the hospital or discuss cases that have been referred into us we look at their imaging and try to sort of formulate management plans for them and it tends to be that they're referred into us when they're complex cases that people aren't confident managing with just simple antibiotics. It's unusual, obviously, for PAs to have a job like yours. What was the idea behind making it? So I think once they had had the students and realised the benefit of having a PA and how we can provide consistency that the junior doctors perhaps can't because they rotate, I think it was just they saw the benefit of the role and wanted us and have been really proactive in creating a role for PAs and helping towards developing that role and we're trying to get training to be able to place pick lines and midlines because a lot of our patients obviously have long-term IV antibiotics and our cannula doesn't suffice so for a PA in ID being able to place long lines is a massive benefit so they're very proactive on developing a role. For anyone who's listening who works in infectious diseases themselves how would you describe the benefits of introducing a physician associate into their team? Definitely the continuity that we can provide. And with being on a set shift of 8.30 to 4.30, Monday to Friday, I'm there every day. I see all of the patients pretty much every day. So I think I have a more in-depth with the patients. I get to know them better and they know me better. So having that person that is constant and not chopping and changing really makes a difference, I think, especially when patients are in for long-term 12 weeks of antibiotics. And especially in times like they are currently where patients aren't having visitors, it, I think, is comforting to them to know that there is someone that they will see consistently every day. But also having that person to split the workload with and discuss things through with really makes a difference as well. And I think now, because I've been in infectious diseases quite a while, the juniors look to me for advice as well and it's quite nice having that role where I'm helping them adjust to being in ID and learning the ropes. For anyone else who's considering going into infectious diseases as a PA or for consultants and service managers who might be thinking about employing one, 
what support do they need in those first few days, weeks and months when you're getting yourself started in ID? So I think it was a massive jump from being a student to being a qualified PA. And I think that was mostly because I'd never worked with a qualified PA as a student. Obviously, that isn't um, something that you can expect within all trust because not everywhere has PAs and it's difficult. But I really think that it's beneficial to if places are looking to recruit PAs, speak to PAs that are currently practising whether that's ID or medicine anywhere, and get an idea of what people are doing and what to expect before employing PAs and putting them in your service and then not really knowing what to do with them. And I think it's always a good idea at the start of a job to sit down with the consultants in charge and say, okay, this is what I can do. This is what I can offer. What are you expecting of me? And have quite a frank discussion and then develop realistic expectations from both parties and having a plan in place to be able to develop as a PA, what training opportunities can they offer you and how are they going to support you through that? But I think it is very much about understanding how a PA works and what it is that we are allowed to do at present. When it comes to thinking about planning progression and development of your role, how do you see your role in ID changing and progressing? I think what needs to to be developed across the board, but would be nice for ID in particular is to be able to have a set career progressive pathway where similar to junior doctors on registrars you can go into an area and that's your area you specialize you sit further exams and you become an expert in that area and I know that comes through experience and through time in those areas but it would be nice to have some formal recognition of that also development of skills and progressing in in that respect so as I mentioned before placing of long lines I'm looking at getting some training on lumbar punctures because at the moment PAs in our trust don't do that and also I would like to be able to go into clinics and potentially run my own clinic alongside a consultant like I mentioned earlier I, I have an interest in TB and HIV in particular and I think it'd be quite nice to be able to get involved in that side of things because a lot of the patients that are seen in clinic have either come from the ward or come back into the ward so it's nice to see that side of it and additionally I'd quite like to be able to do some research. Our ID team is is quite proactive with research and they go to the conferences and present quite frequently. So I'd like to be able to get involved in that side of things once the role is more stable. And working in infectious diseases in the middle of a pandemic must be really interesting. Yeah, it's been it's been quite strange and it's transitioned from being an infectious diseases ward to a high dependency unit for people requiring high flow oxygen with COVID. And obviously, we've been really heavily involved in the trials as well. So they're running the recovery trial. We've just started the Pioneer trial and they've been quite heavily involved in the vaccine trials. So it's all quite different to how things were previously. You know, it's settling down now and and the ward is slowly getting back to how it was. I think across the board, COVID has had a massive impact on people's mental health. But at the same time, I think it's created this real spirit of looking out for each other and a real sort of community feel to the ward everybody's been a really good team and has always worked really well together but I think 
even more so now it, it's like a big family everybody's checking in on everybody else and there's a real sense of responsibility to each other as well as to the patients and it, it's really quite nice to see that side of things I think one of the sort of standout points is how many patients at the end of the stay with us have have commented on how good the nursing staff are how good the doctors are how good the care is that they've received and it's nice to know that the care is still there and it, it's taken a lot from people to give that. Chloe thanks so much for giving up your time to speak to us today really appreciate it. If that we've got some PA students or PAs listening to this that are interested in finding out a bit more about career in ID are you happy for them to get in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. Probably via email. Lovely. And I'll leave Chloe's contact details in the show notes below so you can find her there. Thanks, Chloe. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Precision Associate Podcast.